Okay, testing, FTP testing, 20-minute testing. I think there's something to be said for testing. I think some athletes, it's good. They, It's good to have them have that sort of race-like effort on the calendar that will allow them to practice and dress rehearse getting ready for a big event like a 20-minute test because when you first start doing these, it is a little anxiety inducing and you get kind of pumped up for it but i don't think you're always going to find your best 20 minute effort from a random 20 minute test you might a car might come out or you don't have the best hill or whatever or your nutrition nutrition's not dialed or you didn't sleep the best and then it's like it's kind of disappointing right whereas other people will say oh well you get your best efforts from race efforts I don't know if that's necessarily true because sometimes you do, but the more races you do, you're not trying. If you set a max effort in a race, that's not really a good thing because you had to go really deep. Maybe you were in a bad position. Maybe it was a super tough race and you set a power PR, but I I don't think, I mean, I don't see my best efforts in races very often. A lot of times it's because I'm conserving as much as possible and then laying out a massive watt bomb towards the end which is not going to be my best ever wattage, but it's going to be a very good effort for late in the day in a race, which is the whole point of how you train for races. So what are we talking about here? When do you just rip it? And this is opening a big can of worms, but I think it's a can of worms we should talk about. You know, I set some of my best efforts when I have a climbing day where I'm going to do, say, 15-minute intervals or... 20 minute intervals or whatever it's going to be or it might just be a fartlek day where it's like hey go crush some climbs i think it's good to have those maximal days on the calendar especially scattered away from races to keep just that max intensity going without making yourself just randomly tired but here's what i I think you want to consider because i was like well when do i do this because if i go full gas on one don't i often like ruin the rest of the day that can happen. And so let's talk about like a VO2 max interval. When do you set a five minute best PR? I think that's going to be when you have a day where you go out to try to set a PR. And this just might be a day where VO2 max stuff might start feeling like, I don't want to say easy, but easier than it should. And you're like, maybe my, maybe my numbers are up a little bit and I need to kind of you're not necessarily just going as deep as you can. I'd say find your maximal aerobic power, see what you can do for five minutes, and then start looking at doing 95% of those, or there's a bunch of different ways to skin that animal. But more so the 20-minute effort, because I think this is the one that everyone's really interested in. If you had a 2 by 20 set up that day, and you're, you know, you hadn't, maybe you'd been doing like some three by tens, four by tens, three by fifteens, and you wanted to get in that amount of work. But for some reason, you're going out and you're like, man, I feel amazing today. And you've got this climb picked out, and the temperature's perfect, and you're carved up, and you just start riding, and it feels easy. I think that's the day when you're like, man, I'm going for, I'm just going to set a PR today. And I think it's good to show yourself that you can do that because. On a 20-minute effort, it doesn't blast you so hard that if you go set a lifetime PR, I don't think your 20-minute effort, the next one, is going to be that damaged. Let's say you're going for 300 watts is going to be your new 20-minute PR, 
And so instead of maybe doing two by 20 and maybe you're gonna do 285, if you go set a new PR at 300, I bet you're still gonna do 275, 280. Like you're gonna be still in the ballpark, right? And resetting that 20 minute best is gonna be a good thing for the next time you go to do two by 20. Now, how do you know when that feeling is? I think it just comes with training. Like I think there should be times where you go maximal. And it's going to be hard to always specifically pick the right exact day. Now, what I want to say is you don't want to be going out and trying to set PRs every ride, right? Every day is not, I feel great, I'm going to set a PR. Like, don't do that. But I think it's important to know, like, what kind of watts can you put out at different times and on different terrains. And, you know, I think back to my own training. I'm trying to think of what workout I had scheduled when I was on a climb in Blowing Rock and I'm trying to think it was a random train. Sometimes you feel amazing. Like it was, I think it was a Saturday after a big block of training and I was just climbing, I was going and I was like hitting, I was riding at 450, 460. I'm like, this is, I feel amazing. I think I might just try and crank this, this effort out. And I'm pretty sure it was 438 that I did for 19 and a half minutes. And as I was getting ready to like unleash at the end, the car pulled out on a very random road and I was, and it was coming up towards the peak there's no way I was going to go around out on the left and chance having oncoming traffic come over the top of the hill and kill me. So I hit the brakes, roll them behind it. And do you know what you need to do? You just put the feather in your cap knowing like, man, who cares what the number is at that point? You crushed it. That's what really matters. Like, did you feel good? Were you able to nail it? Who cares about the number? I mean, yeah, I've been chasing 450 again because I have a 20 minute 467 but it's from the Hincapi Grand Fondo that I won when I broke away from everyone with Bruce Bird and I don't know if that the number just seems a little high granted we did ride away from everybody and we're it was on a perfect climb and we were just cranking he did not have a power meter on his bike that day so I can't compare to his power which sucks because we would be um were similar weights. I actually should email him because he didn't have power on Strava, but maybe he just didn't post it. I never thought about that. But either way, at 40 years old, look at that little baby boat, 40 years old, uh, I want to hit 450 again. And I think I did 440 something. And hey, we're, who cares, right? If I did 442 or 450, does it mean any, does it make a big difference? I personally don't think so. What makes a difference is that I can go do that and I can go do one at 420 and that I can do something good at the end of a ride. Like, zoom out, see the big picture. And I don't know, I think some of these videos, I just want to talk about how I think about training. Um, I think we have so much content out there that's helping you understand the basics of watts. But there's a lot of these intangible things, like when do you just go rip it? And... I really was talking to an athlete maybe three weeks ago, just trying to understand and get the point across to him when he feels good on a weekend ride. Sometimes you just need to let it fly. And I think the biggest underlining point is just don't do it all the time, you know? And the more you train, the better you get at training and figuring out how to feel good and how to make gains on the bike. So I hope these videos are gonna continue to be helpful and maybe just a little bit different side of the training cube as we try to get things rolling. Looks like summer here. Uh, summer's coming soon. Talk to you guys later.